This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil. And then we'll roll right into it. All right. Hey, we got uh, we got JD got a catch. And Randy Andrews, you remember that guy? I totally remember that guy. I love that. They're dude. standing right there. I was told he 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 died. They're standing right there. It was slightly a, off it was camera. It's the saddest story. But no, he's okay. There he is. Get my settings. There's a really long here. there's a long delay, so I see you I'll see you eventually. Yeah. <laughs> That's just in case we kill anybody or make like right, a really yeah. racist statement. We can cut the feed. You know? Right. <laughs> we can just cut the feed. Cut it. Take an axe to the cables. Yeah. Um, Get the Carl Smith is watching. Let's get him to call. Let's I can see your face. I can see your faces now. That's weird. Mm. Your little faces pop up. Okay, the donut disturb is turned off. We are getting into it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the free comic book day edition of Two Headed Nerds' first and only Facebook Live talk show. We call it Cover to Cover. And we do it live every Saturday. Now, normally we do it from 11.30 to 12.30 Central Standard Time in the Ziggurat. But once a year, we crawl out of our underground fortress and we make a personal appearance here at Legend Comics and Coffee to uh, visit our friends and see the people as they come and feast on free comic books. And that's what we're going to do today. Yeah. Joe Patrick's here, too, as you can tell. Look, man, (laughs) I told you, my attention is divided on this day. I got... People browsing my wares. So here's how it works. You call 402-819-4894, and you can interact with us live. You can leave a message if you can't get through live. You can send us an MP3. The phone lines are open now. We would love to hear from you. Patrick, before we get into that. Did you turn on the video? (laughs) Did you turn on the video? Leave Patrick alone, all right? Let Patrick be. Let Patrick do Patrick, will you? I see a thing popped up. Patrick Kavanaugh joined. He's standing right there. <laughs> Joe Patrick, before we get into it, I need you to reset the question of the week. It was your question. Why don't you reset the question of the week? Because you reset it every week. That's your job. Do it. This week's question comes from Matt Baum. That's right. That's me. He says, pitch me your idea for bringing mutants into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it can't suck. It's got to make sense. It can't no, just it be can like, suck. oh, it's they right started it being born now. Ah! <laughs> they started being born now. I, we told you, man. We th- this is a disaster. Uh, Carl Smith says Matt, yeah! put, Matt put more work into that backstory than the G.I. Joe movie had. Which backstory? The Whatever story you just told. Story I just told? Yeah, yeah. About, oh, how we crawl out of the ziggurat once yeah, right. a year to do this? Uh-huh. That's probably true. Oh, that was the part where I failed. I just saw Yeah. It. What an awful Equipment failure. Fa- <laughs> Equipment okay. failure. But the voicemail is turned off. The do not disturb is not on, I don't think. So you can call us. So <laughs> 402-819-4894. I want to talk about the question of the week. So the voicemail is turned on, not off. What do you mean? Now you're just they confusing can, that me. They can call. I mean, it means that they can call. Yeah. I think so. Okay, right? great. Let me just make sure. Yeah, do not disturb. Uh, turned off. We got... Uh, what do we got? from? 
Jason, play message. Oh, that's the where the voicemail just said Jason, and you wanted to keep it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, and I kept it. It was adorable. I used it at the end of the show. It uh, was great. We do have two voicemails. Let's get into it. Uh, we also have several live audience members. Awesome. Awesome. We'll get into that real quick here. While we are, let's, let's have Seanix start us off. What do you say? Our buddy Seanix? Yeah, sure. Hey, nerd. That was it's last Seanix week. Seanix calling. Another show that's running. Oh, that was last week's? Yeah, remember? Oh, okay. So we just have MP3s. Then. You were just playing it to test it. Oh. Yeah, yeah we, have t- we have two emails. We have oh, one from Stephen Fino and one from I Jason see. Sachs. Well, should we let some of these kids talk to us and say hi? Yeah, sure. Do you want to pass the microphone around a little sure. bit? Sure. All right. Should we Jeff? start? We'll just start and we'll work left in, yeah. no, in no order of favoritism whatsoever. You're okay? Favorite, because everybody knows Patrick's Thank our you. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did come six months in the future for this. That's true. Once a year. Once a year, JD I time travel. All, time travel six months into the future. Leaves his ghost house. <laughs> I, I'm working on it, you know. <laughs> you can go back and forth. Come on. All right, all right. Old school. Like you're the news. Oh, like I'm Phil Donahue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're Donahue. <laughs> come on. This is going to be great. Uh, JD got a catch. Thank you for coming. Uh, to Free Comic Book Day. Uh, what do you want to rap about? Uh, how about the uh, answer of the week? Let's do the answer of the week. How do you right, bring well, mutants into the, into the Marvel U? It's a think? tough one. I was I was looking online and, uh, you, know, you know, Jimmy Randall, like, literally just threw up his hands and was like, I don't know. It's it's super tough. <laughs> it I, is. It I is. asked the question because it's really hard. And well, I, you can't just be like, oh, they just started being born. Otherwise, I mean, like, what, Storm's? One, you well, know, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I mean, they we're gonna can, wait for at least fifteen years. Their powers before. could kick in after birth. That's I mean, true. As, at, at a certain age, but I had a couple. So I have a couple theories. The first one is involved. Okay, so the first one is just make a couple good X Men movies on their own. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right with that. But you have to include two mutants. You need either Blink or Magic. Oh wow! And if you get those characters right. Yes, then you can actually do the multiverse. I see you working. I totally see you working. And you can now. actually just like just do good X-Men movies by themselves and then mash them together. Okay. The other one is because Captain Marvel is already a retcon. Right. Uh, you could actually do the ultimate mutants, the ultimate version of the mutants where mutants were a creation of the government. And they could be a sideline response or a res- okay. or a or a secondary response to Fury's Avengers initiative. I could see something. Okay, that's not that's not bad. Like a Jason Bourne type thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where they had like the seat, like what was it called? Black Treadstone. Treadstone. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, in in Ultimate in in Ultimate Marvel, I mean, you had that whole Weapon X project. That that's where we got Nightcrawler. That's right. where we got Rogue. That's not bad. And all that. So that that's not gives bad you an idea. So and then then you're starting them in 1992 or 1994. Then the nebulous 90s where Captain Marvel took place. Fair enough. <laughs> Okay, that's not bad. So that'll work I out. I don't hate that at all. Okay, and now, I, it didn't even occur to me when you said it, like, their powers don't just kick in at birth. They could have been born 15, 16 yeah, what are you, years ago. <laughs> Why would... Sto- <laughs> right, and we could open with, like, you know, like, everybody gets blinked out of existence. Like, Storm and, could be in Kenya right now or Scott whatever. Scott Summers freaks out, and he's like, Whoa, my God, where's my family? What happened? Bizarre! His, you know, like, his space pirate dad <laughs> yes. could drop him out of a plane. Yeah, know? space pirate dad... Throws him out of a plane. Did he drop him out of a plane or did he throw him out? Uh, threw him out. He threw him out. They, yeah, they handed him one parachute yeah. and kicked him out of the plane. Yeah, they were like, go. And the brothers uh, hugged each other. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and, then, and then it turned out they had like seven more brothers. And then Scott almost <laughs> killed them anyway because his eyes took out the parachute. Right. And Vulcan was in space meantime. Uh, let's not talk right? about that. Vulcan weren't born yet? Is he a baby, Summers? Share that microphone with this boy. She was Pregos. Who was Pregos? The mom, when they got kidnapped. Oh, that's right. Do you not know the that's origin right. of the Star Jammers? That's right. No, I know the origin of the Star Jammers. Vulcan is a very nebulous thing. Christopher's wife was pregnant when they were snatched by the aliens. Right. And she didn't give birth to him until after. Right. Okay. And then he came to Earth and Professor Rex grabbed him. He was him. very upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be too. All well, right, we got was, a call coming there in. There was also the random theory that Gambit was a Summers too. Get that out of here. I hate Gambit as it is. Come on, brown hair, right, red give eyes. Give this mic back to Joe Patrick. We got a call coming in. <laughs> this, we got Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Yo, what's up? It's Cat Nerd. Cat Nerd? How are you? We'll get to you in just a second here. Hand him that microphone. We got to talk to Jim Cat Nerd. This you is don't gonna... run this show. <laughs> I run this show. <laughs> this is going to be the real good part for the live audience when they James, can't hear the you, other sir? half of the conversation. Hugo? Oh, my goodness. Uh, how are you guys doing? How's your free comic book day thing going? Oh, it's, it's Hugo. Oh, it's Hugo. God, I thought it was somebody else. A friend uh, of ours kid just walked up in disguise and scared the hell out of us. Free comic book day is going very well. How is your free comic book day going? Uh, I haven't done anything yet. I might go to the comic book shop later. We'll, we'll, we'll see how my day goes. What's your shop? Give him a shout um, out. Come on. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I'll totally give a shout out to Books with Pictures. They actually just had a successful Kickstarter. They are moving uh, down the street. They're a really awesome progressive comic shop. Nice. Uh, in, South, in Southeast Portland, they're really, really great. Great name, too. Um, Books with so Pictures. Yeah, I like that. I don't get totally. it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to rap about um, today, Jimmy? So well, I want to talk about Avengers Endgame. Has uh, the Nip Picker called in yet? The Nip no, Picker not has yet. not called in yet. Not yet. I think he might be on full FCBD patrol. <laughs> but I, um, I know some yeah, nits he's going guys, to pick. Have you guys gotten into it? Is it, is it, is it spoiler talk? Let's go spoiler. That, Unleash it. Unleash it. Open the floodgates. Yo, Tony Stark's a jerk. <laughs> well, but Tony Stark has uh, always been a jerk, right? But why specifically? No, no, no. No, no, no. Here's, here's, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Uh, no, generally, really positive thoughts about, about the movie. I listened to to the main show the other day. I agree, you know, you, you, I'm a Cap nerd and I'm a Thor nerd, so you know that I was waiting for Cap to get Mjolnir. And sure. That was amazing. Just, just the best. Did you squeal but like a pig? I squealed like a pig. Here's, 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 my, here's my nitpick. Biggest and really only major problem with the whole movie, the MCU is now insane. So Marvel Comics Universe has always been the world outside your window, right? Right. Average Joe in the street, it's like there happen to be superheroes, but everyone's got a pretty normal, you know, like run-of-the-mill life. Sure, for everyone the most part. Everyone went through the apocalypse. Now, like, five years have passed, everyone has gone through the apocalypse, and the trauma of losing half of the people that they know, half the people on Earth. That's definitely something I and, didn't think about, but... And He's then, right. Jim Kettner is everyone, saying one of the main problems with, no, with the movie is that okay. Marvel's always kind of been like the world outside your window. And now half the population disappeared for five years and then came back. Well, yeah, it but is no longer that the, same world outside the, your window. But <laughs> the Marvel Comics universe nuts. is the same. The Marvel Comics universe is the same crazy I mean, I shit happening to it all the time. Like you're reading War of the Realms, right? I, I, Ma I am. Yeah, no, yeah. I, and Jim? I, I know. Like, I, read, I read Inferno. <laughs> I, I get it. But like the the movies frame themselves in such a way that it, they're a bit they're a bit more realistic. I agree. Know? That's true. I agree. As, as Gonzo and and they they have even you know if 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 they didn't have as much continuity as they did 
I would hand wave it. Fair but enough. Clearly, they showed that the the events of you know the events of <laughs> even the first Avengers movie of an alien invasion, and then Ultron like lifting a city in the air and destroying it. Yeah. You know that had giant consequences in the universe. So like, it is establishing that like everyone went through this trauma. It really it, it, it runs the danger. It runs the risk of making the the universe less relatable, and I blame Tony Stark because because Tony. What, you know, okay, well, hold on, hold on. Why do we blame right? Tony? So it's like because because he, that's that's the deal. Is like he makes the deal with Cap. Is like we bring everyone back, but I don't lose. Oh, I was happy for you know. I found I had a family. Right. You know what I mean. But but like that's not even taking into account. Okay, like if half the people. Okay. You so know, I see what you're saying. That, you're I, saying that. Think, 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 think about think about how many think about how many people even committed suicide after. Right. The snap. So you're saying Tony right? but, is being selfish because he says, "All right, we're bringing everything back, but I need this to stay the same, so the whole rest of the world yes. has to just fucking deal with it." Yes. Okay. Yes, and that is and and that is the only justification was really like, "Well, I want to keep my daughter." It's like he could have. Superheroes should have saved. Like, I'm totally cool with all the, the hero sacrifices. I'm totally cool with the heroes dealing with the consequences of those five years and those being real for them. Right. But I sort of think that the average person shouldn't have had that same level of trauma. I okay. Really, I hadn't thought of it like really that, really and that. you're absolutely right. That makes Tony Stark one of the most inherently selfish and disgusting people, <laughs> like on the well, planet. Well, I mean, I don't agree. <laughs> I, I think that's a that was a very human reaction. Like, who would who would be okay with that? I mean, I suppose, but like, okay, how come only his family counts? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I I, I, I don't think that's what he was saying. Yes, that's exactly what Jim just laid out. You weren't paying attention. You were drawing Hellspawn. I was for that guy. No, no. Yeah. He said to Cap. Ended it with Pepper still being pregnant. Yeah. They could have, you know, they they could have had. It's like, yeah, that kid still exists. You just sacrifice your time with her. Yeah. You know. I mean, I don't get why Tony wanting to keep his daughter. Like, what was he supposed to do? Well, otherwise, they could have just set back five years and everything's fine. It never they happened. Can't. Boom. They can't change the past. They spent an entire movie talking about how they, they can't they, change they, the past. They, they, could have, they could have brought everyone back five years ago, right after they vanished. Yes. Uh, the same way that they put the gems back in time, yes. they could have brought everyone back yeah. five years ago. But that would screw up Tony's family. Yeah, but it would also screw up everyone else that moved on and forged new relationships, got new jobs, they, whatever. I suppose, but their lives were arguably... Ruined. <laughs> we don't know that. Yeah, they, They're like, they, I'll tell they, you what. Losing out the population was the become, best thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> that that nice man <laughs> had, had a date. He had a date. He was going to go on a date. Yeah, but he was also crushed. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was in a support <laughs> he, he group. He went on like one date that was hard after five years. They weren't sitting years, at the bar you know? talking about getting laid. He was in he, a support group. <laughs> he got he got depression. <laughs> he got the depression. All right, listen. We gotta we gotta. <laughs> All right, Jim. We gotta talk to these guys because they're standing uh, here looking at we us. We gotta open this up. Thank you for your critique. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have more thoughts next week. All right, and thanks, got, buddy. And I've, oh, I've got an answer for the... the okay, I, I'll t talk my answer to the question the week another time. Bye. Oh, okay, call us leave a message with it. Okay. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> I had not thought of that, but he's absolutely right. All right. You could have just been like, oh, they vanished, bloop, they're back. I don't, I don't agree with that take. Why? You can't change the past. But they went back and put the stones back where they were. If they can do that, then they can go back... To where everybody vanished and go no. do it now. No, if they if they had gone, shit. Psst.
<laughs> this equipment is terrible. It's his table. The way it clamps on. Oh, it's the table. Thank you for calling. THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Harvey Locust here. Harvey Locust, how are you, sir? Harvey, why aren't you here? Yeah, you're Good. in town. How come you don't just come Hi. see us? Um, well, because my car broke down and okay. I don't have any All right, that's fair. Transportation. That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can so you I'm out walking the mean streets of Omaha right now. All right, just hitting the pavement, huh? What do you want to rap about? Somebody go pick up Harvey Locust. <laughs> <He'll>, <laughs> so he can come every comic book You'll day. see him. He's very hard to miss. He's just wandering the streets like an animal. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what do you want to hey rap guys, about, Harvey? I, I, I wanted to ask you guys, um, anybody watching Manifest? I don't know what that is. Oh, is that the plane uh, one? Yeah, my wife was watching that. You know, I was going to say, his wife, my wife, and you are the only three people in the United States that watch that show. Yeah, well, <laughs> now everybody who's seen Endgame needs to go watch this show because that's what it's basically yeah, looks like. Right? Really? Yeah. Yeah, because like, they were on a plane and they vanished and they came back five years later, right? Exactly. But there but wasn't it was only it was only like later. it was only like the 200 or however many people. And, but and there the also plane. wasn't a space god that like screwed them. You right? don't know that. No, it, we yeah. don't know that. That's true. We don't. There know might that. Oh, they haven't revealed. But so the, we don't. We still don't know yet. They can't reveal it. Otherwise, the show's over, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so the, um, I heard a theory about. I think it was was it Joe was it you that said uh, something about. The um, Far From Home is going to be Peter going to a school where everybody there is yeah. snapped. That's that, a theory that I read, yeah, is that Peter's school is a school for kids that went through that. Yeah, I, I have a feeling they would definitely have some special got to be that. Right? I mean, how else are we going to do special it? Special needs. Yeah, because you can't just like throw these kids back in and be like, all right. And, yeah, back just, into normal public school. Yeah, go into society. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know, you're, right? Right. And what do you do with their birth certificates and stuff? Is their age still the same? Does that all still count? You know, I think Peter can buy beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think technically he can buy beer. Like when they die, and it's gonna be like, oh, they lived from, you know, uh, we'll say they were born in 1990 to 2080, but they were five years younger than that actually because they vanished for five years. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. There's like an there's like an asterisk or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's like a baseball stat. Yeah, that's uh, Yeah. Are you proud of me for making a sports reference? Uh, what? What was your reference? An asterisk next to a baseball stat, right? That's a I thing. Mean, you put an asterisk next to anything, and it's a thing, I guess. But it's yeah. not really. A baseball <laughs> reference. Whatever. It's not really Whatever. a baseball reference. Give me this. Don't don't take this away from Harv, me. Harv, I'm sorry about your car, but we got a bunch of people here in front of us, and some calls we got to get to, no brother. Worries. So I'm gonna let you go here, Just but get thank on you. It. Start watching Manifest. Manifest. That's all I got to say. Dave, the, create, the Russos apparently totally ripped off Manifest. You heard it here first. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Harvey. All right, all right, have a good one, man. All right, guys, have a good one. Later. <laughs> uh, all right, listen. We got this, this vault dweller that's been patiently waiting. I can't believe you're going to hand a microphone to this guy. To I'm gonna, he's got a gun. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Hello, sir. What's your name? Chaz Lichty. Hello, Chaz. And what would you like to rap about on the show today, Chaz? Um, well, get a little closer. <laughs> Whoops. There we go. Well, I've actually been doing some research online, and apparently, the creator of like the Mortal Kombat games, right? He's actually had the thought of doing the a crossover of Marvel and DC, kind of similar to the old game of 
DC versus Mortal Kombat, that old video game. That might be the only thing that could save DC at this point, but I'll be honest, like... Shazam was great. Shazam was great, sure. Yeah, okay, cool. Oh, great. So they got one, two... <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I would love it, but I just don't know any way you could get through that much legal... You know, red tape. Shazam actually made me laugh so much, especially when he threw a toy Batman at someone. I still need to see it. I haven't seen Shazam yet. I'm a I mean, bad. I've, nerd. I've seen the. I've, I've only seen the trailer, and that already had me sold. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Plus, I mean, here's the cool thing about him, Billy Baxton. If he just wants to buy beer, he just transforms. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's. I well, I was at an age where we could just go and buy beer as a kid, but you know, <laughs> that was a different time. We just begged some guy, be like, hey, bro. If I give you 10 bucks, you give me a six? And they'd be like, yeah. And then they get in their car and drive away. And you'd be like, ah, crap. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Never make that mistake again. No, no. All right, we got a call coming in here. Thank you. Very nice to meet you. This is uh, our good friend, Stephen Fino. is Lord Stephen, Master of Coin, and newly made Master of the Arts, meaning I am now one step closer to attaining the rank of Dr. Lord Stephen, awesome. Master of Coin. Dr. Lord Stephen, Master of Coin. Now, obviously, this week, there's only one possible thing I could talk about, and that is the Tony Award nominations. Glenda Jackson, <laughs> Tatiana Maslany, and Reeve Carney were fucking robs, and I will fight the entire Academy over this. So that's all I have to say this week, and wait, I feel like... Right. Endgame. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was good. As someone said in the Facebook group, it felt a lot more like a Greatest Hits album, and I don't know if they handled the massive cast this time around compared to how things went in Infinity War. But also, it was also weird that they hyped up Captain Marvel so much when she didn't really have much to do in the film. I would have liked to see more of her. Uh, but really, the one thing that doesn't sit right with me is how they handle Captain America at the end. Similar to my issue with the end of The Dark Knight Rises, I just don't see... Steve Rogers as the type of character that would decide to have a cozy retirement. If you went back in time to stay with Peggy, I just don't see him staying on the sidelines and right. not helping out when someone or something needs help, regardless of how a film established rules work. The director probably didn't want to kill off another founding Avenger in the movie, but I feel like it would have been a lot more fitting for the character to go out fighting rather than to just quit. So I did like the movie, but it felt a lot more like an epilogue than the grand finale they were going for. Uh, so those are my thoughts, and uh, see ya. Okay, so let's get into that. Let's unpack that for a second. All right. Last week on the sh- All right. <laughs> Last week on the show, we talked about how Steve goes back in time in the end of the movie and retires with Peggy, right? And then later on, young Steve is unfrozen from the ice, becomes Captain America, and does all that stuff. So he's aware that Cap is going to be active. No one says that Steve, like, hid for the rest of his life with Peggy and never saved anyone and never stopped a car accident or never, like, broke up a robbery or something. Maybe he took it to the streets. Maybe he was nomad during that time. I, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So, Because uh, there are two Steves. There is old man Steve. You getting out of here, Hugo? Lay it on me, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, my buddy Hugo. <laughs> Nobody's saying that Steve just had to retire and call it a day and never do anything again. It's all right. You could do two things at the same time, right? I don't think I can. (laughs) Come on. Bye, Hugo. (laughs) Uh, Look, I'm just saying that that Steve 
can't stick his neck in the big cosmic crap yeah. anymore. The big, sure. the big argument is that uh, we had was that whether or not Steve was living in an alternate timeline now, and he is. The Russo has confirmed that he is. Okay, Casey Baum did a little research and showed me the writers on the movie said, no, he's not. The Russos are saying that to shut people up. No, the yes. writers don't know what they're talking about. The they, writers wrote the movie! They also say in that same interview that we're not experts on time travel, oh which my means God. they're just making stuff up as they go. Okay, but the Russos are experts on time travel, by the way. It's their movie. By the way, Speaking of the Russos, I didn't know this, and I'm done saying by the way. If I say it again, slap me. Joe Russo played the guy in the support group that was it. talking to Cap yeah. about how he went on the date yeah. and everything because he wanted to include a gay character, and he felt like he wanted to do it so much that it should be him. Well, because they want to make the movie inclusive by putting in a gay character that has a 10-second part who <laughs> yeah. has a boyfriend that is off-screen. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, come on! So what he was saying is that <laughs> they thought it was in, important enough so that having it be one of them so that if the trolls came out, they would. Have, they, this is the statement of oh, the movie, please. of the filmmaker saying, this is, this is how we feel. And I get that, but it's yeah. not, I mean, we can have a gay character. Well, sure. Kevin Feige promises it's coming. I'm sure. Right. And Hercules is the rumor, right? I don't know. That'd be great. That's the rumor I heard. Uh, Hercules Patrick. is in your Eternals movie, and he's gay. Patrick Kavanaugh is here. Patrick. Which is BS, because Hercules will have sex with anything. Yeah, he's pansexual. He's pansexual, baby. Uh, <laughs> he's Herc Daddy. There's no way Captain America goes to the past and doesn't immediately tell Peggy about Hydra, right? Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? What if he's afraid? What if he's afraid it's going to change something? What if he's afraid it messes up the timeline? If he was afraid of messing up the timeline, then he wouldn't have stayed in the past. But, but if he stays in the past and lays low and just does his thing, just plays it cool. Because if, we knew Peggy had a, had a husband and had kids. Cap, Maybe it's part of the loop. Cap did not know. There was no way for Cap to know that Peggy's secret husband was him all along. What if Peggy told him? He went to the past. He went to the past knowing full well that he might be wrecking some Please. marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Captain America homewreck. All right, we got a call coming in here. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. How are you, sir? Did you free comic book day yeah. today? I did. Luckily, there's one only like a half an hour away, so I brought my son, and we got some nice stuff. Thanks, buddy. Nice. What's your and, shop? Uh, Call it out. What's your shop? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's Newberry Comics in, um, in Hyannis, Massachusetts at the mall. Um, I don't know, Matt, have you, have you ever been to a Newberry Comics? I believe I have been to Newberry Comics. They're a chain on the East Coast, right? It's, yeah, it's like in Massachusetts, and they have a bunch of Boston and stuff. And it, it started as a comic shop and like a record store. Right. And they are like a pop culture chain around the, the area. So, okay, I think I've been um, to one in Boston. Yeah, they, they have a small, you know, they still, you know, they get weekly stuff and they got a wall of comics and stuff, but it's pretty slim picking, but... You know, you get this is. Yeah, you know, you, you, you get what, what you get, and you don't throw a fit, right? It's exactly. I get what I get, so it's fine. <laughs> it's, uh, but but they do they do a pretty good thing with the free comic book day. They got a you know they get things you wouldn't expect them to order, which is nice. And uh, that's cool. Um, you know, and then my son picked out a couple other stuff off the wall, and you know, so nice. It was good. Nice. That sounds awesome. So, what else do you want to wrap about, Brian? Well, I haven't seen um, Endgame yet. Oh, come um, I on! I think I'm going tomorrow. All right, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought uh, you were. I thought you were an American, Brian. I apologize. It, <laughs> it, it is. It's a three-hour movie plus trailers. True. Plus parking, he's got, plus kid, he's got little like, kids, Matt. 
That well, it's, it's like people a, brought babies to the one like I was at. So. <laughs> it is. Well, it is a time. It is a time commitment. Yeah, for I, sure. It's a commitment. I get it. You're not wrong. Yeah, and I got so, and then I'm coordinating with other people, and it's like, yeah. So maybe tomorrow, but my wife and I, we might have to go separately because I don't know that we can both go. But um, so to, to answer the question of the week, I don't know where things are, like this, what the status quo is. Right. But um, I think for like you know the X Men and all that. Um, I think you got to do like a slow rollout of Xavier. Yes. And, um, you know, and, and I hate that they already did a movie called X-Men First Class that kind of was had nothing to do with the first class. Because yeah. I think if you, you know, if they did something that was like the that Joe Casey, Steve Rude miniseries from totally. the early 2000s, where it was totally. like a little uh, more modern. Children of the Atom. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, and kind of like slowly roll them in because it's it's hard because all the stuff has happened and we haven't we've never seen a mutant before, right? And it's kind of like it's a little hard to disbelieve. Like a full, you can't do the full team of adults. No, you like, would have to start with kids. You know, you, you would have to start with kids, yeah. and I think you could do it totally. Children of the Atom, where Professor X realizes he's a mutant and has been around for a long time, watching this stuff happen and hiding himself from humanity with his powers and whatnot. And maybe Doctor Strange discovers that or something, you know, and it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, what, how are you doing that? You know, what, what kind of magic is this? And he's like, oh, it's not magic. I was born this way. I am a, I'm a mutant. I'm a mutant, you know, or whatever. And, and, <laughs> and you could still, yeah, you could still do the same thing with Magneto. You may need to update his... Well, I mean, I don't know. You could do something yeah. where Magneto got de-aged or something, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I he got he turned into a baby by an alien, just like in the comics. Sure. <laughs> But you could totally roll it out that way. And then just go like, here's Scott. Here is Bobby. You know, here is Gene. And they're kids. They're literally like 15, 16-year-old kids with powers. And he is training them. Uh, our buddy Micah, we were chatting with him uh, the other day. And uh, he asked if... Or no, he posted about it in the, uh, in the fan group. Uh, he said that there was Marvel Studios' first official nod to the X-Men... Uh, in that Roberto da Costa's name was on uh, a plaque. I won't say anything more for Brian. <laughs> the memorial plaque. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I, I I I saw that, and I I mean it was I don't know. It's like a name on a wall, so that's not total spoilers. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah um, it's I mean, I don't, it's it's yeah. Like I think something like that with Xavier, or he, you know. Now that there's like metahumans everywhere, you've got you know pundits and experts and right. You know, like he's on a he's just he's a someone he's an expert in human genetics. And maybe it's safe you for know, him. To, like, maybe it's safe for him to come out now, you know, and be like, look, Captain America, you know, broke the barriers, and now the Avengers are well known and they're heroes. It's safe for us to come out and be like, hey, we've been living amongst you very quietly. We are mutants. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, like it's got to be, it's it's got to be sort of like, well, almost like Coulson, where it's like, here he's in this movie. He's got like two lines in this movie, like slowly introducing it right. back in because everybody knows what it is. Right. So I think I think if they tease it out over, you know, put it in Black Panther two, put it in like all the sequels that are coming out, and right. kind of like. Totally, where you like know, the Black Panther's you know. like, ah, oh, Charles Xavier, I've I've read your you know research into whatever you know, and they like I read your term paper. Yeah, and he's like, oh, it's very nice to meet you, Mister Panther. Yes, I'm a big fan of yours too. Have a nice day. And we're like, what did he just meet Professor X? 
works, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like, at the, at the UN, you know, they bump into each other. Totally. Like some, stuff like that, like, little teeny, like, not full-blown movie where they're, you know, it's the... Uh, you know, they're not going to do the, the team from the 90s cartoon that they did, on, in, you know, in the movie in the early 2000s. Like, right. A little rollout and just, you know, well, and tease it a little bit. I think that would be healthier than, because otherwise it's, it's basically the Justice League problem. Yeah. Right? Like where you're, you're right. diving in with both feet and it's like, we're not ready, you know, it doesn't work that way. The other thing to take into account is that the Scarlet Witch is a mutant. Not in, not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, she's not. How do we know she's not? Because they sh- tell us how her and her brother got her powers. Uh, oh, that's right. They got experimented on yeah, when they right. when Hydra had the um, yeah, that's right. Loki scepter or whatever. I forgot. That's right. Is that at is that at the end of? It's at the, the end of. Uh, that, it's at the no, end of an Ultron. Winter Soldier. I Was believe. it? Yes. That wasn't an Age of Ultron when we first met him. No, they appear for the first no, time in a credit. Cookie yeah, at talk- the end of another movie. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I think it's one of the yeah, Captain America about, movies. They talk about the twins, and yes. then they show you know, and then they show up later on. Uh, yeah. That's yep. Yeah. So she can't be a mutant. Yeah, because then in in a, the and she f- can't be Magneto's the daughter. The first either. five minutes of Age of Ultron, the Avengers show up and and smash Baron Strucker's base. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so scratch that. <laughs> All right, All never right. mind. <laughs> we got to move on. Brian, we got a bunch of people here, and we got to move on, yeah. but it is really good to talk to you, brother, always. You too. Have a good day, guys. Thanks, All right, Brian. happy free comic book day. There he goes. Ah, I forgot about that. They really, because they had to dance around this mutant stuff so much, they may have screwed some stuff up and made it a lot they harder did. for them. Uh, Patrick, did you have uh, some more thoughts? What? Did you have some more thoughts when we, you were so rudely interrupted? Do you have anything you would like to share with the class? Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'd like to put my thoughts in for the answer of the week. Okay. The, uh, yeah, bringing mutants into the Marvel Universe. Uh, the answer is that you don't. Keep that garbage out of my MCU. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding. I don't think Keep this is a very popular them opinion. them separate. Those goddamn motherfucking mutants already... <laughs> <laughs> proliferate my comics more than they should. Okay. Keep the, I don't want the same thing happening to my cinematic universe. So you want two separate Marvel universes? Yeah. One that I'll go watch and one that I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> two separate Marvel yeah. Marvel Apartheid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. We're getting back to the, the root of the X-Men. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah. So you Different are... Different but equal. Yeah. You're, you're like the politician that hates the mutants. And wants them like move to Genosha right. or whatever. I, and you're the senator that gets turned into a blockage. Right. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my take. Keep them out. Don't care. Fair enough. That's it. I. See you, dude. Sorry, but I I need them there. I need them there. I need them part of the universe. Hey, listen. It's a hot take, and uh, it's a hot I'm take. Here for it. It's a very hot take. You're allowed your hot takes. You always come hard with them too. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <true>. Hey, <laughs> it's getting steamy. Nobody here now. comes harder. Am I right? Huh? <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Bye, buddy. Happy FCBD, Patrick. Good to see you, brother. Uh, no, you got to have your mutants in there. Uh, yeah, I can't really get behind. That. Yeah, you got to have it. No, <laughs> I can't really get behind that idea. No. Okay, so check this out. What if? And I'm just going to sort of start my answer. So I'm going to bounce it off some people. Mm-hmm. What if you play something? like a House of M type scenario where there were mutants, they existed, it was a thing, 
and then something happened where we got a no more mutants moment. Ooh, ooh, and they're gone, and we don't even think about them. We can't even remember them. Like they're just vanished. Like the Sentry. And several of them are walking around mutants, right? Like Wolver- Wolverine doesn't remember who he is. You know, like Iceman and Cyclops, and they don't remember who they are. Now, yeah, when we snapped reality back, bam, yeah, when and Hulk, we change things when and we Hulk, bring all these people back, a whole bunch of people show up and go, wait a minute, I don't feel right. Who am I? What did what the hell's the deal? And other people that were still on Earth are like, I feel different too. Oh my god! And lasers start coming out of people's eyes and. Sh- he boom. He brings back all the people that were cosmically erased. Yeah. He just doesn't know that there were more than one batch. Yes. Totally. Like they screwed with something that was set up, you know, and changed fundamentally changed things because there was a really bad thing that happened. And then they undo it suddenly. And one man remembers it all and knows all about it. And his name is Charles Xavier. Matt, his name is Xavier with Charles an X. Xavier. Marvel pronounces it with an X. Marvel Comics, the creator of the character, pronounces it with an X. It's Whatever. not the school. Whatever. Charles Charles X Xavier. It doesn't know. Walking around, and he remembers all this, and he knows why the mutants had to go away. And now we have to put together a team to be careful to make sure what happens with mutants last time doesn't happen again. We're gonna call them the X Men. Give him a mic. I like that, but I think the person that has to remember is not, it's not Chuck. It's got to be Deadpool. Because they've already said he's the only one that they're keeping is the same actor. That's not bad. That's not bad. And maybe like Deadpool, well, Deadpool's not a mutant, so Deadpool never went away, but he ran around the mutants and knew him. Yeah, he is. No, he's got like a cancer thing that they gave him. What are you trying to talk into? I don't know. I just have it. <laughs> Deadpool's powers came from uh, the Weapon X program. Yeah, Super Cancer. Uh, no, no. They infect, he is not a mutant. He got infected with Super Cancer. Well, he had cancer already. Yeah, and they did and something to it. And they gave him a healing factor. To make it like mass replicate, and the cancer went berserk. But, but yeah, the... I don't have a problem with Deadpool remembering it because he hung out with mutants and stuff like that. Right. And he could even joke, like, they were way different than this, though. Well, and uh, truthfully, I well, don't remember it, any of you jerks. It <laughs> is fourth wall breaking stuff that all works. Yeah. And, but, uh, you know, we could, you, you could have all sorts of stuff. Like, you can change it up. Like, that's why, that's why Quicksilver looks so different now. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Why we have two Quicksilvers. Right. You could, yeah, and he could have a lot of fun joking. And then we could finally get our Daniel Radcliffe Wolverine. Daniel Radcliffe Wolverine, huh? I mean, you even put on a little weight. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you seen that on the, online, though, that the people have been asking him yes, about it? Yes, and it's ridiculous. All right, we got a call coming in. Give this back to him. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Hey, this is Trevor. Trevor. Trevor, hi. How are you, buddy, and how is your free comic book day Good. going? Uh, uneventful, pretty much. Oh, yeah? Just kind of chilling? Low-key? That's cool. That's cool. What do you want to rap about, brother? Well, I was going to talk about the question of the week. Hit me. Let's go. We were just rapping about it. So something I don't want to see, and there's, they're starting to fall into this trope in the MC already where they have these characters show up, and they're like, oh, we've, we've always been there. You just haven't seen us. Fair enough. So they, they did this with Black Panther and now Captain Marvel. So I don't want them to just be like, oh, hey, we've just been hiding in Westchester, but here we are now. So how do you do it then? Uh, so I think they need 
uh, a good way to possibly bring them in was the snap. So um, they talk about in the movie how when Thanos used the gauntlet and presumably when Hulk and Tony use it, there's a giant release of just uh, radiation, like, you know, science fantasy stuff. I was just talking about so something very a similar. a burst of energy, and that is what manifests the uh, the mutant gene, and that, that's what triggers the mutations. Oh, like, like, oh, so you're saying testing. people were here, and they were carrying the mutant gene, but it was the snap itself that activates the mutant gene. Yeah. I like that. I even, like that idea, too. Than, I like that even better than what I was just saying. That's actually great. Yeah, rather than just, like, the 1950s, like, oh, nuclear, we don't know what atomic energy does, so this is... Totally. But this is, like, because we've had three snaps now on the same planet. Yeah. What is the result of that? They talk about how, like, oh, a lot of it's gamma, but who knows? Yeah, even... I like that a lot, actually. Because then you could have mutants of all different ages as well. You wouldn't have to just be like, they're all kids, you know? The also, only- it's likely it's likely that we won't see X Men for like at least five years. Oh, at MCU. least. Yeah, they're gonna have to get some I space like in between this last X Men first. Yeah, and they already have a plan to like what, like twenty five, twenty twenty five or something. That's yeah. Kevin Feige said. So I, it's gonna be a while. So if they do that, they like show, just show a flashback to the events that we just saw, and then they just have those kids age up. Totally. To like ten years from now. Totally, I love it. I absolutely love it. Hey, what's also, going on? good to see you, man. <laughs> there is one thing. Uh, there's kind of a throwaway line in Endgame, where they talk about earthquakes under the uh, Atlantic Ocean near Africa, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are thinking that's Namor. Yeah, I. They, think they, they kind of. I I don't like, remember. Shyly tease Namor. I I feel like that's. I think I feel like that's kind of wishful thinking because like Okoye. It's in the scene after the uh, five years later where Black Widow's talking to them, the holograms. Okay. And Okoye is like something about underwater earthquake, blah, blah, blah. And Black Panther or uh, Black Widow's like, well, what are we doing about it? And Okoye's like, it's an earthquake. <laughs> what are we supposed to do oh, about okay, it? Gotcha. It's an earthquake under the oh, ocean. <laughs> right. When they were they, like. Black, yeah. They were like given the situation. The Black the Widow was running the team. Yeah. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. I. Maybe that seems like a weird tease, though. I know. feel like I I think Namor's film rights are actually still up in the air. Why? Because they were yeah, not they were, owned. I think they were owned by Universal or something. They were in the same thing as Hulk, where they're they're like Paramount or somebody. So yeah. Like, oh. they never do a solo Hulk. They can't do Namor. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. I don't know. Maybe maybe they got it back with the. Yeah, who knows? With everything they've just reacquired, they very well may have. Trevor, I appreciate your call, brother. We got to move on because we got a bunch of people here. But thank you so much for calling in, man. Yeah, Um, appreciate it, Trevor. Your suggestion so far, definitely the best. I think it's my favorite. I like that. Oh, thank you. Snap, that kicks ass, brother. Have a good one. Okay. We used to pick. We don't pick favorites anymore, but you're my favorite. Yeah, that's you. That's better than what I had. That's great. Take it easy, okay, buddy. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I totally love that. I do too. And honestly. I don't. I I'm kind of like Jimmy in in the same sense that like I can't come up with a satisfying. I can't come up with an answer that's satisfying. Yeah. And so I think it's gonna be the sort of situation where they just have to pull the bandaid off. No, definitely. But I don't hate that where like people have the X gene 
it just wasn't activated. Like back in the 50s, it was activated by atomic power and shit. Sure, like right. Now, why not do a cosmic power? That'd be cool as hell. Yeah, I agree. I, you know? I think that's a really great idea. That's not bad at all. All right, we got another voicemail here. Let's check it out. Uh, did we play the other voicemail? Yeah, it was still it was Steven Fino. We got Jason Sachs calling in. Hey guys, it's Jason Sachs. Hello and happy free comic book day from Vancouver, BC, Canada, where I am celebrating free comic book day and prepping for the Vancouver half marathon, which my wife is running tomorrow. And so because of that, we are hoping to hit a free comic book day here in a foreign country where, you know, considering the value of the Canadian dollar, they may actually pay us to get free comics from them. (laughs) Hey, I hope everything is going great at Legend and hope you guys are all having a good time. So here's my thoughts on Avengers Endgame. So great movie, loved it, super fun, really a great time. I could understand the hero's motivations and going back in time, but they're actually villains, or at least they take villainous action by going back in time. And here's why. So we've all gone through trauma in our life one way or another. Parents die, a divorce. Sadly, some of us have had kids pass away on us. And in five years, we've moved on from that trauma. We can get past it. We have learned to live with the changes in our lives and have kind of learned to kind of appreciate the lives that we had. What we have in Avengers Endgame is a bunch of people who are in denial about the world they live in now, who must have things turned back in time. And that's a sign of immaturity, a sign of people not willing to move on with their lives, a sign of, you know, the guy who just can't get over his ex-wife who's sitting there at home kind of daydreaming about how life would be better if she still cared about him. To me, that's not heroic. That's aheroic. That's wrong. That's the way to sit and wallow in your own personal misery. Now, Tony had moved on. Tony was happily spending life in his remote mountain cabin with his wife and daughter. And to me, that's actually the right way to live your life. You just accept the trauma and move on with it. And history bears us out. So there's a great podcast called Tides of History. They did a great series on the medieval world, especially during and immediately after the bubonic plague hit and killed about 40% of all the people in Europe. And what happened is basically it removed overpopulation in the world. It made people appreciate life more. It made this guy the sounds price like of everything Listen to him. drop such that ordinary people <laughs> he could actually have made a, a lot of good points. In a lot of ways, it helped to spur on the rise of the Renaissance and scientific thinking. Say what in you will about Hitler, but the, the guy had some good ideas. For the plague, killing 40% of all people. I'm not suggesting that killing half the creatures in the entire universe at a snap of a fingertips oh, right, is good. a he good wa- thing. He walked it back some. It's not necessarily a completely bad thing either. Jason. Love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Happy free comic book day and see you guys later. Whatever, Thanos lover. <laughs> Jeez. I, like, I get what Jason's saying. Wait, and I got with Thanos. That's what made the character of Thanos so interesting because, yeah, he had some really good points. No, no, he is a <laughs> lunatic. I mean, he, well, uh, he handled it in a lunatic way, but yeah, like, right. he was not wrong in saying there's too many of us, we're causing serious issues, and it is a problem, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Now, there's more creative ways than killing half the sure. universe. Sure. Uh, my parents just walked in. Saw that. That was weird. Uh, my grandparent, my grandpa was here earlier. Oh, really? Yeah. So nice. I guess it's the whole Patrick family yeah. is visiting Free Comic Book Day. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't really get behind that. I understand what Jason's saying, uh, and, and I, but I feel like their reaction was 
human. It was emotional. Yeah, definitely. Like logistically speaking, it was a bad idea. And, and I also, because I also think like a guy like Captain America, if there is a way to fix it and to get everything back, yes, Cap's going to do that. He's yeah. going to fix it. And Tony can't help but try and fix stuff. That's what Tony does. He think he's so intelligent and egomaniacal that why the hell would Tony Stark think it's a bad idea if they can fix this? He would just fix it. There's a kid over there just punching himself in the butt. Well, you know, just punch himself in the butt. Just punching himself right stay in the butt. Me. Joe Patrick, stay Look, with me. There's a there's a sea of humanity. <laughs> I understand. And uh, I gotta I gotta interact with the peoples. Oh no, you don't. Have to. We're we're almost done. We'll just come meet with you in a minute here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I think that the re- I think that it was a human reaction. Yeah, and very emotional. But the Earth, if if Tony or whoever had a chance to like think about it for five minutes, they would have realized that the Earth had time to adjust right to the fact that its population had been halved. And spontaneously bringing all those billions of people back at once probably put an enormous strain on the planet. Sure. There's also an argument to be made that, okay, fine, things are moving along and getting better, but you also still have Thanos out there with his murder crew. And maybe all the power in the universe, what if it'd be like, he's going to have to be stopped sooner or later. Yeah. (laughs) So... All right. I think we should wrap it up. Randy. I think we should, too. Do you have anything to say? Would you like to... Do you want to talk to the kids? Randy Would you like Andrews to address the here. class? Randy Andrews? What do you want to wrap up? Who never calls in anymore? <laughs> Time uh, is a vortex. <laughs> no, Randy, it's a flat circle. All the right. last time <laughs> that I was able to call in was through my time ship oh. that I was stuck back in the past. Okay. And I couldn't that get makes sense. back to the future. That makes sense. All right. Ironically. And here you are. And here I am. (laughs) I am back. And I am alive. It's good to have you. Do you still have a show? Are you still doing a show? I still do a show. Plug your show right now. It is uh, Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. Okay. Um, It's on iTunes and uh, Podbean. And what do you do on it? Uh, It's the same thing. No, I know, but uh, for people that don't know. Oh. I know what it is. (laughs) This is for everybody else. This is for the universe, Randy. Come on. Sell uh, yourself. I... (laughs) talk about soundtracks specifically movie scores uh there's you know there's a big thing with the difference between soundtracks and scores sure uh check out my podcast on my panel it's a great show soundtracks in nerdy movies um but i highly recommend being able to appreciate a movie score for what it is absolutely um joe patrick knows because he's been on the show um, I've never had you on the show. I've never been invited to be on the show. You know, I just I, it's I guess hard to get a hold of you. You must not have ever gotten around to it. I guess I don't know. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just think you're super busy. I am super busy. I would love to come talk movie music though, because yeah. I'm also a huge like not just movie music but video game score guy cool. as well. Okay, I would love to come do that anytime. I, I really like the Recore score. Oh yeah. For the game. Oh, yeah. I've never played the game, I've but I've watched it. So. I've been like a fan of real old school oh, stuff yeah. as well, like 16-bit, 8-bit, yep. and like websites <laughs> like... Uh, there's a great podcast called Singing Mountain, and it's a oh, guy okay. that just like takes he, like a theme. Like today yeah. we're doing relaxing spring music, and it's just background music from different like SNES games yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. oh it's so cool. Well, because so there's good. another one on uh, Cinematic Sound Radio. Uh, oh, which, I don't know that one. 
Cinematic Sound Radio has been going for 22 years. Jeez. Okay, then. <laughs> um, and it's run by a guy by the name of Eric Woods. He lives in Canada. Um, but there's five different shows on that network, which is the main show, which is Cinematic Sound Radio. Right. Then there's The Archive with Jason Drury. There's a video game uh, section. There's a uh, synth section, like one guy just talks about synth scores. Yeah. And then there's, of course, Anime Spectacular nice. that I run. Nice. So, uh, yeah. I will definitely check that out. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank so, you, Randy. And it's good to see you and talk to you. Yes. Again. It's good you, to be here. I only get mad because I'm selfish and I miss you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get there, Matt. I want you back, Randy. I want you back. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Mom, would you like to say anything to the audience? They're extremely judgmental, just so you know. Thanks for supporting my son. Oh. Uh, thanks, Mom. See, that's this. You know what would be better if you could do the desperate, like, please support my son. Please. He needs the support. Please. This is his mother. <laughs> oh, my mom. She rubbed chapsticks on, chapsticks on my face. Uh, All right. So set us up. New question of the week. Joe All right. Patrick. Well, you know what? I forgot to pick one. <sighs> cool. We'll do a lot. We're going to do Jeff. We're going to do. JD's question is because he's standing here. Okay, JD's question. Uh, Let's have JD introduce it. Okay. Do you know what it was? Here, I got it right here. Just this was the not your. All right. Uh, so, not sure if we've done this one already, but what book series or story arc were you digging on that just vanished, either by cancellation, creators dropping off, or just not coming out anymore? What is your yeah, what is your comics loose end? Uh, very good. That's a good one. And I can think of a bunch of comics that just up and poof. All right. Yeah, they got, they got snapped. We will get into it next week right here on THN Cover to Cover. In the meantime, thank you to everybody that called in. Thank you to everybody that came by. Free comic book day. Thanks to everyone that stood around in silence while we played voicemail. Well, I was told we couldn't broadcast because we didn't want to upset anybody with spoilers. So we... So there. That was your idea. Instead, we just screamed spoilers to the whole room. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was listening to us. We'll be back this Wednesday with a new episode. And as always, our new computer AI, Macho, is going to tell you how to get in touch with THN cover to cover. But for now, this is the Two-Headed Nerd wishing you a happy free comic book day. And signing. Oh, and, and may the fourth be with you. I already saluted. And all that. It's over. Signing off. Bye. Thank you for enjoying this episode of Cover to Cover. I am Macho, the THN AI, here to remind you to leave your voicemails at 402-819-4894, or you may send an MP3 email message to Joe and Matt at Two-headed nerd at gmail.com. This is Macho thanking you for your continued patronage and downloads. This week, loyal patrons can look forward to Joe and Matt's return to Drunk Previews for May 2019. That is all. <laughs>